0: I've forgotten how I wanted to start it To start it So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning reasoning, reason Reasoning and seasoning Reasoning and seasoning I like that Reasoning and seasoning <laughs> right. Tuned in Locked in Tuned in shit. Actually do I What am I want to called?
1: i got Sim Simba I'm
0: just going to go Ellington Hello
1: everybody This is the reason The seasoning Hi This
0: is a podcast Each week <laughs> a lot of shit going on All right. look All
1: right. Aight let This is blasting to it See what comes out bro <laughs>
0: David,
1: <laughs> make sure you tune in every I'm week. On that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're
0: just two guys you want to hear. It. What? 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 What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington. And myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. (laughs) (laughs) But I think what we're so used to is people either being on the fence, so on the fence that it's almost uh, just... uh, I'm just here to answer questions. I'm not here to probe. I'm just here to allow you to talk about your experience. Yeah, and rest you can of lead it. It's yeah. very middle of the road. Mm. Or it's, uh, no, we're one side of the fence. If you come on the show, expect the, the difficult questions to be asked. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Ex- expect that. Where she's like, depending on what you've done and what energy you come with, that's how this interview is going to go. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. On the day. So in a few words, Describe what what would you say she she does or is from what I remember she has said openly that she's a social commentator and she talks about um pop culture and you know she doesn't you know and she that's her lane. Yeah. And the beautiful part about it is like what me and you did, we will talk about whatever we want to talk about. Yeah. If one day we want to talk about a hard hitting social economic um topic, that's what we're talking about. If one day we just want to crack jokes with a man them and yeah. have a little drink or whatever, that's what's going to happen on that episode. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's it's supposed to be a real representation of our relationship. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Our interactions, our community. Yeah. Like what what happens in our community of people? Yeah. Mm. It's it's great to see.
1: I mean the 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 different artists and the different people she's had on her platform. My first impression of ZZ Mills was. I saw a lot of controversial posts. You know, they've, people have selectively picked something she said out of a long conversation where mm-hmm. she, she aired out both sides of the argument. But they've picked like a tasty tidbit that's bound to be clickbait and get yeah, some reaction yeah. online. Uh, and it's worked well for her. These were other people who were maybe trying to get her dragged through the mud and canceled. But if anything, they made her brands, they made her name, they spread her, you know. Do you know why? Mm.
0: She doesn't answer to anybody. Yeah. She don't have overheads. She doesn't have a a production company that's going to tell her, well, we can't put that on our platform. Exactly. It's her own platform. You just ruined it. Exactly. YouTube ain't going to tell her to stop. YouTube are getting all of her views. Exactly. So you can't cancel ZZ. Yeah. Because she is uncancellable. Exactly. She's in control of her situation. Exactly. The only way she can be cancelled is if all the industry people that she gets on collectively turn around and say, nah. But do you know what's funny? If that did happen, Mm -hmm. the one industry person that did go on there would Mm -hmm. get all the views. Yeah, exactly. So now we're back in the cycle of, and uh, now people want to go on her show because Precisely. she's been cancelled. So she is basically untouchable. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Unlike a Piers Morgan. Yeah, unlike a, a Breakfast Club or unlike, do you know what I mean? Certain other yeah. um, pundits and interviewers and stuff. They they've got they've got people to answer to. They've exactly. got over. They are
1: an instrument of
0: whatever platform. A larger platform. Yeah. So that's she it. is not what works you in love this it. situation. I fucking
1: love it. What works in this situation is. Precisely that. Anything she says, she doesn't take back. No chat. She stands on it. She she doesn't. You will not yeah. see a uh, video from her where she comes on the next day. And she's like, I would like to issue an apology but for I- what I said about. Disclaimer no. for who? If she says it. That's what it is. That's and what She is. stands on <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Not enough people these days are standing on what they say. Because they can't. People are too quick to... Uh, Maybe I should issue an apology for Because us. they can't, because they've
0: got. And really, people. they're not sorry about shit. No, of you course they're mean? not. That's why I don't listen to apology videos and apology messages and social media addressing mm. this. I'm just like, you said what you said. Yeah. At this point, I've kind of lost respect for you because at least when you said what you said, you said it with chest. Yeah. Now you're going back on it. Now your chest is hollow. Mm. It's like, do you know what it is? It's like with Piers Morgan. Yeah. Piers Morgan has consistently said what he said with chest. Mm. And when he says what he says with chess to some people, like Matt Hancock, for instance, I'm, I'm sitting at home applauding. I'm like, yeah, you're saying it with chess and you're sticking it on people who you should be sticking it on. Yeah. Now, when he moves forward and says it with chess against that Meghan Markle, which has uh, uh, evidently ended his career on GM, um, what do you call it again? GMB, Good Morning Britain. Yeah. Um, I'm like, you still said it with chess. Mm. I don't agree with what you said. But the fact that you're not backing down, yeah, people can call you stubborn, people can call you hard-headed, people can call you whatever they want. Yeah. But you've shown a consistent behavior. At least, yeah. I'd rather consistency than flippy floppy. Yeah. If you yeah. are on one side of the fence, you stay on that side of the fence. Yeah. F- for good or bad. Yeah. What exactly. you choose to do with your time on that side of the fence, that's, who you define- that's what defines you. Yeah. But you see people that like to please everybody else. I see right through it. I don't mm. want to hear from you ever again. Yeah, because yeah. how do I know when you say something with chest that I agree with, you're not going to issue and a rebuttal and take it back? Yeah. So now I don't agree with you anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Zz says what she says with whole chest, and that's it. Yeah. It's interesting with the whole. And good she's kind of funny as well, bro. That's the part that I like. Yeah. Most. Sarcastic as hell. She says certain things, and I'm just like, <laughs> and the thing is, she says it straight face. Yeah. She's a dick, bro. Yeah. I rate it. I can't. I can't. There's so much to like, you know, the, the good
1: morning breakfast situation and, and, and a lot of others as well. It's this thing where if some, if someone makes any sort of, if they offend anyone or says anything that people don't like, um, and then subsequently, uh, they issue an apology. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, but they've since issued an apology. So the original sin gets wiped away. Do you know what I mean? Like with Piers Morgan the papers were waiting for him to, okay, are you going to rescind and issue an apology? Because then, you know, you could get your job back, you get your life, you get whatever it is that's been taken away from him. Um, you could get that back. But it's like, hold on. It doesn't change the fact that he stormed off and blah, blah. These things have been done because that's his views. Do you know what I mean? So that's him issuing he is as a person. What yes. he
0: says my Him issuing re-up. a
1: statement of like, okay, yes, I issue an apology, blah, blah, blah. That's just a lot of times it's someone being told that make this act of an apology. But your beliefs, your core beliefs, if you in your, in your, with your chest, you still believe and stand on what you said. That's up to you. But for us as a network, we need to show that you are apologetic and remorseful. And that's the crazy thing because they don't care if you really are. No, they it's, don't all, care. it's all show. It's all show. It's, it's all just show the world that you are remorseful for in, in, um in a lot of cases as well. Like, you know, when these, these um, issues where someone has uh, a racist rant against someone wow. and they almost lose their job. Uh, and then they come out with an apology and say that like, Oh, they give reasons behind it. And they're just like, oh, I truly apologize. Like I've seen news anchors, us American wow. TV news anchors, in their own personal life, they've. Who was the one, like a, a popular sports one? Anyway, he just went on a total rant in like a public place and was calling someone all sorts of racial slurs. Do you know what I mean? And then it was like, hold on, someone kept it on video and it was like, yo, you're the news, you're the anchor from Philippine Sports Center. Do you know what I mean?
0: So yeah, you and like, then uh,
1: he issued the he issued the apology, the most half-hearted apology ever. But you could tell, dude's core belief beliefs, yeah. is that he Dude was right. Really been told to, but he's been told issue this statement to make us
0: look like we're not out here encouraging your behavior. Well, this but believe it. what you want. I think I think people want you to do things that are going to help them. They don't really care what you really think. They just mm. want you to present this image. Yeah, I mean. Have you ever been in a position where you've been told, maybe like in a, you know, a sibling situation, where you've been told to apologize, yeah. but you know you're not sorry? Yeah. I've been in a position. I remember one particular instance, right? I was in school, right? And me and this boy were having just a back and forth or whatever. It'd been going on for weeks or whatever. But basically, in front of one of the teachers, mm. I called him a pussyo. Mm. I said, you're a fucking pussyo, man. Le- fuck off, like, do- whatever. Mm. The teacher told me to apologize to him or I will get detention. Okay. I said, give me the detention. I said, I'm not apologizing to him. Mm He says, well, you're going to have to spend a week in detention. I said, I don't care. I'm not apologizing. But well, what am I apologizing for? I yeah. still think he's a fucking pussy. Yeah. Like me saying sorry, ain't going to change nothing. Mm. I've still called him a fucking pussy. Old, so yeah. if he's been upset about it, he's yeah. not going to get any less upset because I've said sorry. Yeah. That's not how apologize that's not how saying sorry works. Exactly. I would have to go to, to be apologetic or to be sincerely sorry. I have to do things or say extra things that's going to make him feel a little safer. Yeah. My heart of hearts was like, no, I believe that he, he is a pussy mm. So I'm not going to apologize for it. Cause that's my, now you're asking me to change what I believe. Yeah. He's not done anything to help me change what I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to change what I believe yeah. just off the back of it. And saying, sorry, ain't changed nothing. Oh, but if you don't say sorry, da, 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 I said, I'm not saying it. Yeah. I'm not apologizing because I, that's how I feel. Yeah. And I got a week of detention. Well, I got two days of detention. And then my mom was like, why'd you keep coming home late? And I said, and I had to tell her basically, mm. cause she was like, if you don't tell me, I'll just phone to school. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, at this point, you're you're better off. You find out from me. So yeah. I told her, and she was annoyed. She was like, "Why don't you just say sorry?" I said, "Mom, I didn't. I'm not sorry." Yeah, and my yeah. mom didn't get it. She well, she either did get it and just didn't agree with it. But I was just like, "I'm not going to say sorry." Like I had thought about. It. I was like, "What's the worst thing that they can do? They can't kick me out of school for this. Mm. I'm doing the detention." I'm serving my time for the crime that I've committed but I'm not sorry about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The crime quote unquote. But like, I'm not sorry about it. I might never do it again because I might never say it again Yeah. but every opportunity that I can get him without saying it to believe that he's a fucking pussy old, mm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So, am I really sorry if I'm really holding that you know what I mean? What was his original crime to be called that by you? you know? like, it's just a back and forth over, over a period of weeks, building, 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 and I just called him a fucking pussy, mm. That was it. But the reason why it got to that stage is because a teacher heard me say it. Yeah. Plain as day. Yeah. So even if I wanted to deny it, I couldn't. Mm. But that's my thing. Like when people say, oh, just say sorry. It's like, if I'm not sorry, why? Why should I? What, what, good, what good does anyone get from me saying sorry? This superficial apology is not going to hold up yeah, it doesn't help you. And if it does, then you weren't really hurt by what I said in the first place. Therefore, the sorry is not necessary. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I could never
1: call someone that. Like that, I could never call someone that because I had a bit of a, a lisp growing up. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, speech impediment. I would have got more laughs back at me, King than Simf- the effect <laughs> of poofy or poof.
0: Seriously, you had a lisp? Puthy. Yeah, man. I was a chubby kid with a lisp. Oh fuck. Puthy. Putio! That <laughs> sounded like Sylvester. Um, yeah, tw- Pie. Yeah, Pie. <laughs> it, it was. A, it's,
1: it's tough. It was tough. It was tough.
0: When did you have that? This like
1: was. Ooh. Were you in high school with this? No, no, no. This didn't. This didn't touch high school. This was just primary school, man. And it was just one. Of so the it's things.
0: still kind of cute. But you know what?
1: It's Everyone in primary there. school had something. Do you know what I mean? What school I, did I you had, go to? I had buck teeth. uh, still got buck teeth. Uh, Lisp, uh, quite rotund, shall we say, uh, chubbster to the max. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, so did you just grow out of it, or did you have to go to like, therapy or
1: no, counseling? no, none of that, man. Like, I just I just grew out though. of it, it was, it was really weird, actually. Um, for a while, I just, young glow up, I just thought it was, uh, I, I don't, I don't even know what I put it down to, but. Quite honestly, like it was weird how just like almost overnight, I can't, I can't remember an, a, a specific point where that was it. My list was just gone. But gradually I was just like, oh, hold on. listen, and less, less, and less Oh, now no one comments on that
0: anymore. Mm. But it was only with certain words, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Sometimes it can come down to just like, so some speech impediments, like not, obviously not talking about like, um, uh, what's the one? Like some basically Stamin- some Yeah, not stamina, mm. not st- stannering sorry. Mm. Um but some speech impediments are just down to certain muscles not being developed, like in your tongue. Mm. So like from do you know what's funny? From doing this um pod, editing it and listening back to it, I've got very lazy speech. All right. Okay. I can hear it. Face to face, you can't notice it. You see, oh, yes. when I'm listening back to it, I'm like, why do I sound like I'm merging words? Uh, it's like I'm just merging one word to another without any kind of like definitive. Like, it Now that I've said that, people are gonna start hearing it. But oh, okay. But I don't think it's bait. Yeah. But now that, like I said, now that I've said it, you're probably gonna hear it more in vocal recordings. Uh, like you won't necessarily hear it with me speaking to you. Yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, like, or maybe it's just something I can hear because I know what I'm trying to say. Uh, Do you know what I mean? So. But I don't think I've got a speech impediment. I wouldn't say a speech impediment, I just think my style of talking yeah. is a bit Yeah lazy sometimes. Like really, the actual okay. pronunciation of words doesn't like you know what I'm saying. It's not yeah. like you have to be like, What what is this guy saying? Mm. Yeah. I'm not speaking gobbledygook, but yeah, it's like yeah. I'm merging a whole sentence into like one word. Maybe I'm just trying to be efficient. Maybe I'm just rushing the sentence. <laughs> yeah. Do you know them ones there? Since, I,
1: since we started recording this this podcast, one thing I've noticed about my, which I kind of knew anyway, is like I'm very stop-starty, you know, but when I rant and just go on like a tirade of words, yeah. it just becomes, it. yeah, it's cliff edge. At one point, it's just like, even listening to myself, my interest level. <laughs> like, there's a point where I'm just like, yeah, this voice has been in my ear too long. <laughs> and my voice really feels like that. But even when I just say some short, short things, it's very starky, It's mm. not a flowing. That's why I think our two voices on this go very well, because you've got like quite a
0: flowing voice and. in that way that you've just described <laughs> and mine is kind of like well it's funny because i i call it lazy speech i'm flowing from one word to another yeah but yours is more definitive more structured it sounds more structured to me
1: when you call it lazy you've got a radio presenters style of speaking which is have to learn yeah dude imagine um uh okay Away from the world of radio, say, for example, what what example can I give? Um, Like a salesman. Even a, okay, well, actually, uh, I'm just trying to think of like a a prominent radio. What? what? That isn't a a hip hop (laughs) DJ who's trying to be like, damn, son. Like, um, I'm trying to draw for an example. Okay, spoken word audio books. Right, okay. That is the thing that some people have to learn over time. So if they're reading a chapter from a book, they yeah. can't be like up and down, left and right, start and stop. They have to just flow through it. Someone the pace told... has to be controlled.
0: The the tempo. Someone the said this to me once. They said, you'd be very good at like um, uh, voiceovers. voiceovers. I'm, yeah. I'm reading, reading. Have you,
1: have you ever done any
0: voiceovers? No, because here's the thing. Obviously, man can read. mm and when I'm reading in my head, yeah. I can read seamlessly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you see, when I start reading out loud, yeah. it sounds like I, I sound like a idiot. <laughs> like I really- <laughs> Is do... that just by your own- <laughs> No, no, no. Like, like I've recorded myself just out of curiosity and I'm yeah. like, why th-? Like I'll read a passage mm-hmm. in my head, seamless, full comprehension of the passage. Yeah. I'll read the same passage out loud Yeah, and it's like I've never been able to read before. It's like I'm uh-huh. just learning English. It's so weird. It's like I'm- it's like I'm almost, or when I'm reading in front of people, which is very, very strange because see in school when you had to do the whole, like of my cement, yeah. we're reading as a class. I'll read one page, your man reads the next page and we just go around. That, fine. Yeah. I was like, I consider myself one of the better readers in my class. But you see nowadays, reading out loud, it's like I think too much about what I'm saying and I get ahead of myself. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, does it sound Okay. Are they hearing me? Can they I'm trying to consider too much. I'm trying to consider more than just, am I reading this? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So maybe it's, excuse me, maybe it's just a, like a performance thing. Do you uh, know what I mean? Like when I'm reading out, I'm reading out loud in a room of people or when I know someone else can hear, I'm like, is this coming across correctly? Am I loud enough? Am I reading it correctly? Am I pronouncing my words? Da, da, da. Like I'm overthinking it instead of just reading yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, Yes, it's well done. You know it's it's funny,
1: it's funny that mention of Of Mice and Men because I remember when we read that in school and lo and behold, the, the N-word pops up in the book, right? <laughs> and somebody got to read that out loud. Do you know what I mean? That was there in the book. It was a tense day at school for me. But there was one news article from like two years ago. Teacher tried to normalize racial slur in famous book by
0: talking like a rapper. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, was this was is this American, the American guy. <laughs> no, no, this, this never is here in the UK. UK. This is in Bristol.
1: Bristol. This was Orchard School in Bristol. And it's interesting because every school where this book is read, you're going to come up on that word. Some people choose to skip over it. And some people, are respectfully, respectfully. they'll blatantly tell the whole class. Now, I'm not happy with this. This word is going to come up here. Ain't nobody going to read this word. You're going to skip over that word. And we're not all going to be like looking around being like, Oh, what's going to happen? They're going to get to the word. Here is the word. I'm showing you where it is. And no one is reading that word in my classroom. Do you know what I mean? Them ones. Or some will act oblivious. Like I know it's coming. They know it's coming. But whoever's reading it, I'll just see what they do like sheepish behavior. And then this teacher decided to read it talking like a rapper to mask. (laughs) I can just imagine the nerdiest teacher at this school in Bristol (laughs) reading the N-word. Like, oh, I'm not even going to, oh.
0: This is the best, isn't it? I ain't a Southern Negro, he said. I was born right here in California. My old man had a chicken ranch about 10 acres. I think that's the line. I can't remember. Do you know what's funny? It's not even that. Like I, I ain't a southern
1: negro. Like no, it's it's not. No, in in of my son men, it's not negro. It's nigger. Oh, is it with oh. a re- resounding R? Oh, with the it's hard not R. Negro. Yeah, with a hard R. So when this Ooh. dude tries to read it, as says, like <laughs> okay, do you a. know, what?
0: I think we need to specify. We need to identify and like uh, explain what this hard R means because I've come across certain people that don't understand yeah so negro <clears throat> is the word that like, all these other words derive from mm. it's a slanderous term for black people yeah in like which started in like you know during slavery times in America actually it probably started a little bit before that but it was heavily used in that time yeah nigger n-i-g-g-e-r nigger is how a lot of southerners yeah yeah how a lot of southerners in uh, the southern states of america um used to refer to negroes like negro yeah. became normalized it became almost an official term so how do you colloquialize it to make it even more offensive yeah. nigger you know what i mean yeah moving forward certain you know demographics or you know the reclaiming of the word nigger, N-I-G-G-A. N-I-G-G-A. Mm-hmm. So there you have, it, that's the term that's more used in hip hop music and rap music, colloquialized as, as a term of endearment amongst uh, African-Americans or even like black people across the world. In, well, in certain parts of the world. So when somebody says, ah, oh, he called him a nigger with a hard R, that's like F- Oh, yeah. that's deep-fried deep Southern Baptist racism right there. That's a, you're trying to get aroused out of somebody. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I'll, I'll touch on, you say what you're going to say, but I'll touch on that and how that, yeah, I'll, I'll touch on that and how it's relevant in Scotland. So, think about this.
1: The, this is the one thing that I always think about, is when you hear the one with the hard R, my physical you can you can pair it with someone kicking you cuz mm. someone will say that and if you think a physical action <laughs> accompanying it whereas the one with an a which we hear in a lot of like rap songs and all this stuff it's got a softer things, finish to it it's got a softer finish and it's not usually accompanying a a physical striking mm.
0: it's almost whereas like a street it's, self, like, a nigger. Yeah. it's like, like ah that feels yeah warming on the ears it's got a soft finish it's it sounds endearing. Deep sound the way it echoes. You can you can you can whisper. <laughs> Nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can say or it. Like shwepps. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it, yeah. Now you open up the bowl. Nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: For men. The yeah. new
0: fragrance. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> that. <not.
1: laughs>
0: yeah, it does. sound like a, a commercial for a Depping fragrance. Fragrance with cool water and mean?
1: No, but mm, this is the thing. You don't they, they
0: deep, too
1: like, long. deep south. Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> like, put a
0: disclaimer Chappelle in the Chappelle does it best.
1: Like, Chappelle does it best when he does his his skit. <laughs> his skit when he's like, could you describe the man, please? And then he just goes on ranting and ranting. And then he's final, like, with the reverb added to the audience. He's like, nigger, And I was just like. Wow,
0: that sounded so hurtful. And it that does came, sound different. That came different, from a black man, but, but it, that sounded so hurtful. And so, I'm gonna to have to put a disclaimer in the um, description of this episode. Mm. Episode 19 is gonna to have to be like brace yourself or yeah, beware the N word. Do you know something that lets people know that this word is gonna get flung around for yeah. a brief? You know what I mean? This ain't kind of- no John Steinbeck one drop. Yeah. <laughs> this is multiple drops. This is really mixed and explained. And when I was a teenager. A grown
1: ass man called me a nigg nog, <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in his English accent. In his English accent, In his English accent, I wasn't offended. I oh, was like, "Posh English." You, you just no, no, no. Right. It was kind of like Nick-nock. cockney. It was kind of like cockney. Oh yah, Yeah, and I was just like. I found it more funny than anything because I was like, <laughs> I've never heard. I feel like
0: I would as well. Is this
1: meant to? Is this meant to be the n-word? nog?
0: I feel like you have to. Sounds like, like. I feel like you have ping to. Pong. to off, you ping pong. But you can do it with a smile on your face. Yeah. Bust his head. Yeah. To let him know that that ain't cool and that that can't run. But let man also know that you know what. Ten points. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing as well. Minus hundred points, but also ten points. Yeah.
1: I was. Um, I was in Birmingham uh, with my cousin. The trenches. And someone called the us the P, the, the P
0: word. And I was like... What, as in Pakistani P word? Yeah. Why? How? I was more shocked and Nigga, you're then. way too dark to
1: be Pakistani. Precisely. I can maybe... No, but bro, this I was like... I maybe. Do you know this, th- you? this scenario? The way your hair sits... <laughs> Bro. Do you know what I mean? But this 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 is the this is the thing that I found interesting, right? See living in Scotland mm. and I've been to some places in this country where, quite honestly, um excuse me if I'm being ignorant here but I very much doubt that there has been very many black people residing or even visiting them places. I've been to certain places in Scotland. You North go into, of the, and you go, you go
0: into uh, a local shop yeah. and they're asking all these questions. And then one day I just asked, I said, oh, am I the first black person you've ever met? Yeah. And he actually looked at me and says, yeah, yeah. this is a grown ass man. Must have been in Crazy. his late fifties. And he says, yeah, like... I don't want you to, I hope that's not offensive or whatever. So no, it's not your fault. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be more weary if you said, no, I go finding them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this <They're just like, laughs> is like, the reason hunting. that there's hunting. no none here.
0: Yeah. It's not like you go hunting, like hunting yeah. season is over, but nah, like there are places. Yeah. And people who have just never, or even if they've seen them, mm-hmm. they've never interacted with one. Yeah. Even superficially. Yeah. So it's like, what would you rather than... Like, this this guy didn't give me any kind of racist vibes. He was just, like, saying certain things. I was just like... And I just said it. I think I was feeling in, like, a banditful mood. I said, like, am I the first black person you ever met? Yeah. He says, oh, sorry. And I was like, no, seriously, am I? He's like, yeah, yeah I don't want you to be offended, but yeah. And I was like... And he was really Before like... Before you go, could you sign this? <laughs> Can I take a picture for my wall? <laughs> it's a colour camera. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a four K and that, like, but no, there, there, are, there are places. Like when I went to when I went to when I came to uni up here, yeah. there were people who openly told me, like, um, other students, mm. uh, first years or whatever, who openly told me, "You are the first black person I've ever spoken to." Mad, crazy in this modern time. Bearing in mind, this is me in Scotland a week. Yeah. And I've grown up in London. Mm. I see black people everywhere. Yeah. I speak to black people all the time. I've probably spent more time around black people growing up and speaking to them yeah. than I have white, English, British people. Yeah. And that's not that's not that's not me exaggerating at all. Like I can count wild. on one hand the amount of English or British um kids yeah. that were in my year at high school. That's crazy. Madness, isn't it? So when i come up here and literally a sea of white faces, I know where I am. So I'm not worried about it. I'm not bothered by it. But yeah. when you get to speaking to people, and obviously when you go to university, it's a different It's different than just moving to a city. Mm. You're moving to a place where there's kids that are your age yeah. or thereabouts who have come to experience, by and large, the same thing you've come to experience. You're here for good vibes, good energy. You want to experience the world in the most optimistic light as possible. Yeah. So you go in with positive energy. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So- I already came in with the attitude that I'm not going to experience overt racism Mm. in this university's um, campus and setting. Yeah. So anybody that asks me anything that might come across as racist or even just ignorant, it's just because they don't know any better. Mm. And if they've never been challenged because their environment hasn't allowed them to be challenged, it's not necessarily their fault. Mm. Now, if they come out and say some ignorant shit... Mm. I have to do one of two things correct them yeah. or walk away because mm. I can't go around fighting everybody in some dumb shit especially when I'm the new kid in town or it's, it's you know I'm at university I can't really be getting kicked out for fighting no matter yeah. what my reason is so I've come up here and yeah people have openly said to me like after a few not just walk up to me in the middle of the, the of the club or in the middle of the lecture and be like you're the first black person I've ever attempted to speak to because <laughs> that sounds different bro <laughs> That sounds it, that's, hella different. That's very that sounds very like, different. That sounds like a, th- like a you know, therapy mandated exercise. Yeah. Go yeah. up to the nearest, to cure racism, go up to the nearest non-white person and tell them you want to have a conversation with them. But no, that's not what happened. So people would literally come up to me, speak to me. The first thing they would hear is that I'm not Scottish. Yeah. But like, yeah. are you from, where are you from? I'd be like, London. Yeah. Asking me my my background wasn't really the first to because they would hear me and they'd be like, okay, London, thank you for being from somewhere that we've got many talking points. Because yeah. I can talk to you, I can ask you questions about London all day. Yeah. Before we get to the yeah. potentially awkward conversation about where are you from? What's your family from? Da, 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 da. Yeah. So, um, but then after a while, people would just be like, yeah, like, can I just, this is going to sound very weird, but where I'm from, there are no black people. I used to get this all the time there's one yeah. Asian family why is why is that the
1: easy to reach where it's like
0: yeah, there's one Asian family,
1: why are you even mentioning it yeah, why can't it end the sentence there's I, no black people end I, I think why does it need to be well think, consolation I prize. I we, think, do, like, during, I we do like Germany think we do have
0: it's an, it's an illustration of their town that they come from, okay. so it's like we don't have black people, but don't think that it's just white people. We have oh. one Asian family, obviously that doesn't give us right and passage, and we're not culturally aware of everything, but it's like yeah man you, like from my perspective the darkest and most non-scottish thing i've ever non- non-scottish people and culture i've ever come to contact with was this young cat from pakistan whose yeah. family moved over here when he was a boy or his parents moved over and he was born here or whatever do you mm. know what i mean like i hear that often mm. and i actually know <laughs> i actually know um the pakistani family like, yeah, I know, you know them I, I know who they are now, oh, now right. I do Okay. now yeah. I do but like yeah. when people are like yeah that's the packet," I'm just like oh I know who you are your, your, your reputation precedes you yeah. FYI like people yeah. people come to me and so they don't seem like they've had a whitewashed uh, entirely whitewashed experience of, of growing up in your town mm. you are the frame of reference yeah so um, yeah so I, I get it and to be honest like I said from um, it's all about the energy that somebody comes at you with mm. That you, if you're emotionally intelligent or socially intelligent, you can so, more often than not tell when somebody's attacking you.
1: Yeah,
0: do you know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not a very, I'm not a traumatised person where I think everything's an attack. Everything that isn't pleasant is an attack. I'm quite willing to accept that even if it's an attack, but it's not a strong enough attack. Yeah, it's not. I'm not threatened. Yeah, like I can tell the difference between an attack and a threatening attack. Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can say what you want. You can do what you want. But if it's not affecting me in any way. Yeah. by your business. Yeah. <laughs> you failed your mission, yeah. not me. My mission was to stay calm. Yeah. Your mission was to, uphe- like, you know, disturb my peace and you failed. So I often just gauge my res- I I use their line of questioning and their approach as a kind of metric to... Gauge my response, yeah. and yeah, I think that served me well. So, yeah, I mean, for anyone that's new to Edinburgh or is new to anywhere, and they get this kind of questioning or whatever, learn to gauge somebody's, you know, energy. It's easier said than done, obviously, but yeah. understand, try to understand, and that might try to understand where somebody's reasoning is coming from, like why they're asking you certain questions or why yeah. they're saying certain things to you. Is it to trigger you, or is it to learn? Yeah, because not everyone's got the, you know, the the ability to articulate themselves in a in a perfectly non-confrontational way where yeah. it can come across as inquisitive. Yeah, you know? I've had instances. Funny, say some people because, just sound violent. Like you go to Glasgow, where yeah. fuck it? where are you from? You're yeah. a dark cunt. Like, do you know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like you go to certain parts in Scotland off bat that yeah. is fighting talk. Yeah. But when you hear them talk about everything else, yeah, it's just like. He's yeah. not actually being disrespectful. That's just how he talks. That's how he talks. You know what exactly. I mean? Yeah. I would still be like, bro, don't say that. Mm. But at the same time, it's like you can't take it personal. It's yeah. not, he's not attacking you being a black person. Yeah. Or where you come from. That's just how he talks. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you just have to accept. I think mean, it's it. a bit of a stretch if he uses the c word with. You know no, I mean? no, no, no. Like, because in, 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 you know, like in like the west of Scotland in particular, uh, it's just another word for man. Yeah, or girl, yeah, or fam, do you know what I mean? Ah, uh, yeah, or blood, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they, that's how they, and this is what I mean. Yeah, that's how they use that word. Yeah, so you can't go around getting yeah. triggered every time somebody from every Glasgow you calls you. A, a yeah, cunt. It, don't, it don't work like that. You uh-huh. have to be, and that's where social intelligence comes from. Exactly. Emotional intelligence, social intelligence. That's how we avoid a lot of comfort misunderstanding. Yeah, yeah. being uh, being savvy to that.
1: I think in terms of um, you know, this instance where I've heard, you know, the the. For starters, at the time, I couldn't even understand how uh, the P word was uh, applied to me. (laughs) For starters, I didn't even know how it was a slur at the time because I just thought, okay, yeah, it's an abbreviation of your nationality. I get it. Because I wasn't aware of the connotations and right. the negative
0: the context use in which it began exactly. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just kind of like, hold on. So we're in this part, we're in a part of this country where, quite honestly, is incredibly diverse. The Midlands, for goodness' sake, mm. and you're really gonna just use that for starters. Wrong group you've got here. So at least just like, do you know what I mean? I'd, ra- I'd actually, in this case, rather you call me the N-word because at least <laughs> you're, you're on the right line. Yeah. You're along the right line. You're lines. in the right do you know I mean? So I was just like, you're going to have a tough day, fella, if, the, if you're going about throwing up inaccurate slurs to everyone you see yeah. uh, out here. But then in the other in the other case that's his way of trolling. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Confuse them and then offend them. Yeah. So then... The same way uh, well, that's with, what Nick with, Nog done. with Nick Nog, I was just like, after I had finished laughing because I thought it was actually quite funny. And then I ended up using it myself and just called, you know, just using it, just saying Nick Nog. Cause yeah. it, it's got a funny ring to it, but I was just like, okay, so here we are big grown, grown man, me, uh, 14 years, old at, 14 years old at the time. Oh, like that. Big, big grown man has taken time out to throw such a passing comment. Um, which I fully do not think, if I was a man of his age and stature, the black men that he does interact with, is he bollocks using Nignog? Is he bollocks? So in this case, he's thought, okay, I've got the upper hand here. This is just a little kid. He cannot defend himself against the slur. And now I can let my thoughts run wild with creativity. And then he dropped the Nignog on me. I don't know what response he wanted. If he thought, all right, this kid's going to, he's going to want to fight. He's going to want to whatever. And I, I let out a girlish giggle because I never ah, had something ah, so funny. Ah. Literally, I screamed like a, like a little church mouse, like a, you know, a, a laugh that's like a,
0: beep, 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 <laughs> <laughs> because I was just
1: like, yo, that sounds hilarious. And then it confused him. No end. Because he was just like, you should be offended. Why are you laughing? And then that interaction ended there. He was
0: on a bus actually. Do you know what's funny? He probably went away from that and thought, "I was so close." Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe this is the wake up call. He was it was, was... used that that terminology again because that I got out of that by being funny, mm. by, by by because they that person found it funny. Yeah. Another person might not find that funny. Exactly. Because you know that way where. <clears throat> In your mind, you might want to say something to somebody Mm. and you might even feel justified saying it. But then it comes out your mouth and you're like, "Ah, there's no going back now. Mm. So whatever happens, happens. But then you kind of get like a pass Mm. or like a get out of jail free kind of situation where you've said it, it could have gone pear-shaped, but that person was having a good day. So they allowed you. But at the same time, you're like, shit, I said it out loud. Mm. I got away with it that time, but... That's, that's all my luck gone. Yeah. Now if I say that again, it could be the wrong one. Yeah, trust me. Yeah. I am the wrong one. It's you funny. know, what people, you ever seen? I saw somebody say, I saw somebody type, right? Uh-huh. Literally on Facebook. This was years back. And uh, it was like, um, me and my friends, my, my black friends, let me use the word, um, let me use the word nigger. Like it was a whole spiel about this word and how if one person shouldn't be, isn't allowed to use it, then no one should be allowed. To, you know that old that old um, that old fucking chestnut. But basically, this person ended the statement with, um, "When I'm around my black friends, we use it." And mm-hmm. then obviously there were other people in the comments being like, "We who, yeah. like black people stepping in, we who, white people stepping in, be like, yeah, no one should use it. You know whatever the case is. It's a typical Facebook comment section, right? Yeah. And my my only addition to that was. I'm not your friend. I'll beat you up. Yeah. (laughs) Because I will. I will. If you say that word to me or around me and think it's okay, there's a lesson that you need to learn that you haven't learned yet. You've skipped various classes. Mm. You've skipped lessons. You've paid hooky on this. And now you want the pass. Yeah. I don't know who your black friends are. Yeah. But they are not my black friends. Mm. And I can almost guarantee you that if... I have a problem with it in front of your black friends. Yeah. They ain't going to stick up for you. Yeah. Because there's a thing that we black people have, right? Mm. What will work with us doesn't work with the entire black community. Mm-hmm. So Your friends might give you a pass because they like you. Yeah. But that's the extent of their tolerance for mm-hmm. you using that word. Yeah. They'll probably hear you say it and think, he's our friend. He's done a hundred good things today. This is the one bad thing. Mm-hmm. So... Not that he's earned it, but we can overlook it.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't care. I'm not your friend. Yeah. I will clap your head.
1: It's crazy to believe that, you know, some people see that as some sort of sign of acceptance or that I'm down with the program here because I can use an offensive term around the people who it's about. I don't get that. Like, I don't... Even if someone... So many white friends... Who, if I was to ever ask them, if you had full approval and you could use this word, would you? And they would out and out just say, no, because I have no motivation. It doesn't enrich my life asked, to go around I've, saying I've this word. i asked that
0: question. Yeah. I said, if I allowed you to use it, would you say it? Mm. She's like, nah, man. Hmm. She's like, nah. I don't, she's like, I don't even like when you say it. Yeah. And I was like, but she was like, but, you know... He, I can't tell you not to. And you don't use it against anyone. You just kind of say it sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, hmm. I didn't know what a good, what the perfect answer was, but there is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It doesn't matter what I think. It's about your morals and your understanding of that word. And and the bottom line is, I can get, there are so many different words that you can use instead of it. Yeah. So for you to choose that word, it's an active choice or a, or a habit that you've developed. Yeah. I can get away with having that habit. Mm-hmm. Other people can't. So, <laughs> therein lies, you know, therein, yeah, lies, your, therein lies, your, lies your answer. Your answer. So, yeah, but it's, yeah, it is a mad one. I think the N-word is always going to be a top, well, not hopefully not always, but it will be a, 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 a topic that people will dwell on and, you know, some people find it hard to, con- you know, understand why there is a, double standards but ultimately it's this if you call your sister a bitch because mm. you're heated or whatever or like you that's just like a in, an inside joke that you have or a, do you know what i mean like you call your sister a bitch or for whatever reason you, you've got like a little slur nickname that you call it you call her and she yeah. calls you that i cannot come up in your house and say that yeah yeah. Because she can say it to you or you can say it to her. But as an outsider of that dynamic, if I say it, it's different. So therein lies an answer that I think everyone can relate to. <laughs> okay. 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 Would you rather live in the house of your dreams, mm-hmm. in the location of your dreams, Yeah, right? Money is not an object here. Yeah. The house of your dreams, location of your dreams, right? Mm-hmm. But... You can't use any technology after 1960 or would you rather live in an unideal home, yeah. in an unideal location, but you can't use any technology before the 1950s? Any technology discovered or used before the 1950s? Like any. So even the predecessors of like Television stuff house. that I'm using
1: now. I can, like yeah. Oh right. So like, okay. you, so like television. If, it, if a television it has to just was be the new new, not even
0: the stuff. that it has was to like be brand in spankers. Infancy
1: would. Okay. So like the internet.
0: Um, the internet is something you can use. Yeah. In the nine, in in your unideal home mm-hmm. in scenario B,
1: nigga, that's my life right now.
0: I live in an unideal location, but I've got all the technology.
1: <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's my existence no, now. Think, think
0: about. It. So this is this is why I was like, think about it on a deeper level, right? Let's okay. think about certain things. The invention of the toilet. In its current form? It's a predecessor. Okay. So, but like I said, there, you there is watch, you can't watch TV in your new home, in your okay. ideal home, because it's the mm. TV was invented. Like, plasma TVs weren't invented prior to the 1950s, but TVs in general were. TVs in general, yeah. So, yep, yep. when you think okay. about toilets, uh-huh. toilets. So, in your ideal home, uh huh. 1595 FYI. 1595? That's when the toilet was invented. As in not just shitting what, in, in a what
1: hole what form <laughs> not just shitting in a hole okay just the toilet was
0: invented in 1595 think but I, this. I'm trying
1: to think in recent times there must have been an alternative that isn't based on what was made in 1595
0: i mean i mean if you look but at they Muslim, the, like culture, like space they just, they just space travel their ass.
1: yeah but like space travel space travel what do they do
0: they the do not use thing. a loo yeah, but they still shit. I guess they still shit. I, I don't it? know, you know. How do you shit in space? Search <laughs> terms are wild. I <laughs> like, if, if my FBI agent is logging on right now, he's going to be like, what the fuck is this guy this doing? guy's going off the rails. He's this guy is how shit in space. got the leng in de dang. If I could use Smoking that, that. more than loud. <laughs> <laughs> if I, there you go. King Sims, also known as more than loud, <laughs> but don't smoke. <laughs> There we go. Right.
1: Whatever whatever that's that shitting in space, if that was invented after the nineteen fifties, like the, the idea is if the idea obviously on space we got on Earth we got gravity, if that isn't based on the toilet that was made in whenever before nineteen fifty, as long as there's alternative options, but if there simply isn't,
0: and then man's mm-hmm. gonna struggle with the very basic Okay, so when was When was aeronautical travel first done? So, I'm just trying to think what else. Okay, TV. Space travel. So, like, yeah. So, like, the toilet thing, you might struggle with. All right, so TV
1: was 1927.
0: Yeah, blood. I'm Mm -hmm. telling you, blood. Like, TV, radio, any kind of, like, technology that we use now. Like, there's a chance that it's been in its infancy prior to... 1950. Mm. Yeah, you know I mean? I mean, look at oh, Adventures. Yeah. Tony Stark's that and that. Like, that yeah. man was laying it up with the, with the vibranium from what day? <laughs> you know what I mean? So that a good a good 100 years ago.
1: Bloody hell, I'm busy Googling washing machine. 1767. <laughs> You're finished. See? You can't see? <laughs> it's a struggle. Yeah, the year you've picked there, 1950. How are you washing?
0: How are you washing clothes? Oh, you can't use shampoo. You can't, use, shampoo, can't yeah. use shower gel, deodorant. You have to douse yourself Ooh, in talcum powder.
1: Ooh, deodorant. and, yeah, and, and, big, and
0: fridges, yeah. fridges, freezers, mad. All your things are just covered in salt. Now you're dying at thirty. High cholesterol. Diabetes.
1: Uh, yeah, it's. it's a, see how hard it is. Yeah, it's a tough one. What would you do? Like, what's your, what's your answer on that one?
0: I would probably do the modern, the mod, like the ideal home in the ideal location. But I just have to go mad basic with it, mm. mad basic. How basic are we talking? So I get toilets. Okay. I get um, I get, you know, I would get a TV, but only up until whatever was around up until nineteen fifty. Okay. So I can watch a TV, but it's probably black and white,
1: because
0: mm. color TV only color TV came out after the spacelander, so that was nineteen sixty six. So. In fact, do you know what? With with the digital
1: signal now, it will be useless. Because remember when they switched Well, over, there you go. Yeah, so that yeah, would so be pointless. You, would be a big for drinks.
0: I think I would just have to settle on entertainment just being a thing of the past. Uh, like yeah. in-home entertainment, it would just be a thing of the past. Like I'd have to write my own music on like a piano. Yeah. Using an ink pen. Jeez. You know what I mean? You'd have to compose. <laughs> Young (laughs) Beethoven. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'd have to do all of that. Um, Cooking and all the rest of it would have to be very, very, Mm. you know. Hot, cold cooking. Yeah, like it has to be like outdoorsy. Like remember we were talking about wild camping. Mm. That's what it would be like. I'd have to resort to living off the land. Yeah. I'd have to be tastier. You know what I mean? You Uh,
1: ain't cooking on no... Could be. What I mean, like, well, you ain't got microwave. Yeah. That's for
0: damn sure. So, straight away. I mean, I do a lot of um, grilling and frying, so mm. I, I guess, yeah. But that's with meats, I guess. But yeah, I think, I think, I think. Yeah, man. This whole idea of not having to be like, the whole idea of not being able to use a toilet. Mm. um, to be able to clean myself. Yeah. To, yeah, all of that shit. Nah, man, I'd have to live old school in a new environment. Or you could just change your idea of what your better, your ideal environment is because your ideal environment could be somewhere by, you know, the lake. Where yeah. You've got fresh water source. Yeah. And, you know, fer- Food, because of that, you've got fertile land. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So you, maybe because you're a little water, you've got more access to fish, Pescatarian diet now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Little things like that. It's, it's a very interesting question because when you start to deep like what existed prior to 1950 and what existed after what was invented after 1950, it's like we've come the internet has basically like just come through and just taken over everything. Mm. But there's a lot we can't do without the internet. There's a lot we can do without the internet, but there's a lot we can't do without the internet at the same time. Yeah. So and then everything really When you look at what we've not developed, what we've invented since the 1950s, it's not Mm. a lot. Yeah. But we've, yeah, the 1950s, post-war, post-World War II was all about reinventing what was already invented and making it more convenient. Now you move into the technological age, you know, yeah, we've been watching TV. Yeah. But now it's color and it's digital and it's 4K and the sound quality is crystal clear and... You might as, you might be in the cinema, but it's like you're there. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. These yeah. type of things, um, access to information, updates on information, it's yeah. all instant now. Yeah. So it's it's one of them ones. I think in an ideal home, you'd have to cut yourself off from society. Mm. In an unideal home, you'd have to cut yourself off from being human. Yeah, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's so much that I mean the are uh...
1: The hardest part of that is, you know, had I not grown up from a toddler with these things, then I could imagine a life without it, you know, in a Mm -hmm. lot of... sense, Like, there's people who... uh, There's a guy I follow on um, uh, a journalist from Zimbabwe who uh, called Joshua Ngube, who decided to just go off-grid. So him and his wife, like, just bought land. Um, He... I sent him a friend request. He has not accepted it, oh, so right. I follow him, uh, and oh, I see on everything Facebook? on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, so how is he off the grid if he's still on Facebook? Well, this is the
1: That's thing. That's like the most on-grid thing. <laughs> no, no, dude. he goes. He goes weekly because he's got a YouTube channel. Right.
0: So right. he
1: right. goes um, like in a week. He'll go to like uh, the nearest village or whatever, right. and then he'll post the content. But he's the source of the energy that he uses to survive. Um, he farms his own food. He doesn't rely on like electrical connection there. Uh, so when he does go off to use this, it's not his. So he's not signed up to these utilities. Oh, like, so his whole, um, the, so he's he got goes a system.
0: 10 miles out of his house to use the internet. Exactly. The same that.
1: situation that we're describing right. here. He has to go. And sometimes he won't update for like a month, a month and a half because he's just like, look, I haven't been to where there's an internet connection. So it's, so, it's so it's interesting because his setup and what he's built is self-sustaining. He uses solar power, hydroelectric as well. Okay. He's got like a basic turbine set there uh, with like falling water. Um, it's funny because so it
0: sounds like he's living in the past, but he's actually living in the future.
1: He's living very much in very the green. now uh, in terms of when he needs access to all these online things and platforms and whatever. It's a commodity. Uh, it's a convenience. Yeah. It's it's there for
0: him, but he has to go and seek it out. It's not on his lap. I wonder if there's if the term because the term super convenience has just popped into my head, but I don't know if that's an actual term, because I think a lot of what we consider to be convenient is actually a super convenience, which we could actually do. We don't actually need. It's not a necessity. So, for mm-hmm. instance, uh, super convenience would be a smartphone. Yeah instead of just waiting till we go into our homes and sitting down at our desk and, you know, um, Googling stuff there or searching on the internet or doing your shopping there, yeah. you can do it on the go. Mm. So that's really a super convenience.
1: Yeah.
0: Or like, um, yeah, like access to inf- like uh, news reports and updates and, mm. you know, current affairs in the world. Instead of just going to the shop paying for the newspaper, we can now download an app for free on our phone that gives us, that basically force feeds us. or not force feeds, but basically feeds us information as and when. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like super convenience. Yeah. There's inconvenience, convenient, and then super convenience. But I don't know if super convenient is a word. Hold on. Let me, yeah. Uh, if know it's what? not, you heard it here first? Yeah. Oh, wait, hold on. Extremely convenient, especially very easy to do, use, or access super convenient lunch options, super convenient online banking. The gas station was in a super convenient location. Oh, okay. Okay, so that is a term that's been used. I mean, I did assume it would be.
1: So I- Definition um,
0: of super convenient by Miriam Webster.
1: I remember when the, the idea of the refrigerator that automatically reorders- anything that runs out oh, the uh, on your behalf. I remember seeing that and I'm just thinking like, that's the point
0: at which I sat back and I was just like. That sounds logic. way more problematic than you think it would be. Do you know what, like... Because imagine you've thrown out something that you just didn't like. Yeah. And then in the next hour, there's a case of it turned up in your house. Like, because, this rubbish-ass juice that your auntie yeah. brought into your house and she's just, like, put it in the fridge. Yeah. Now it's logged it. And it's like, yeah. oh, this is some trash-ass juice. What the fuck is this? You throw it, keeps it out. up, keep freeing up, keep freeing up. Keep up. <laughs> At your own
1: expense. Exactly. Now, the thing is, next. like, when you take out that, that level of... Um, it certainly sounded to me as if you take out that level of, like, okay you need to interact with it and confirm that you'd like it reordered. Like the example I saw was straight up, the best way to have this fridge is automated fully. So as soon as this barcode leaves your fridge and it's assumed to have been thrown away, yeah. it gets reordered. Now I was just like, all right, cool. I take stuff out of the fridge and leave it to the side sometimes. <laughs> it's now left the fridge new one arrives Amazon Prime, it's here in four hours. And it's like, nah, I just, I forgot it. On now the you, now, it, now you got
0: three cartons of you know almond mean? milk. Four now, y- 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 cases of
1: like Diet yeah. Coke. And it's like,
0: what? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, But yeah. I think that's where it's going. That's where I'm like, super convenience is actually what's killing us. Convenience isn't killing us. Mm. Super convenience is what's killing us because yeah. we're just becoming lazy. Mm. That is where I think the laziness lies. It's like, you don't actually have to take conscious... You don't have to make any conscious effort to self-sustain anymore, to sustain your own lifestyle. Yeah. like, yeah. But we we can't... As humans, we shouldn't really be comfortable with disconnecting with what sustains us. We yeah. should always be on point. We should always be aware. We should always be plugged in to the things that we need in our life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're already at the mercy of like... When it comes to entertainment, we're already at the mercy of what the... You know, the labels and the, the, program sta- the programs and the stations want to feed us. Yeah. So when it comes to your your food, your home, your diet, your lifestyle, like general things that you should be taking care of, mm-hmm. that should be unique to you as an individual, down to simple shower gel. And I've had this happen, actually, quite funny. So I use um, Sanex uh, shower gel, and I was using it every time. And I just got to the stage where I was just buying it. Like whenever I needed it, I just went out, buy it, whatever. And then one day I was using it and I was like, why is this making my skin itch? Mm. And I didn't realize, I thought it was something else that I changed. I was like, no, but I've been using the shower gel for years, never giving me an issue. Am I eating something funny? Is it my de- um, Is it my deodorant? Is it my uh, washing up detergent, uh, my washing uh, liquid? I was thinking, my bed sheets. I, was, I even got to the stage where I was like, that girl I had in my yard, maybe she left some fucking crabs or whatever in my house or whatever. Yeah. And it just, it turns out to me, none of that. When mm-hmm. I went to buy another shower gel, mm-hmm. I looked at it and it said new and improved ingredient on it. And then when I went home, I looked at it, and it had that same like you know little um, thing, new and improved and green. I said, "All right, Mm. let me stop using that then." And then I had to go back and say, "But imagine I had just accepted that it was everything else except my shower gel because that shower gel is all I've ever used." Mm. So I think when it comes to certain things, we should be we should be making conscious efforts consistently to be aware of what it is we're doing. Yeah, but then there's other things that you can afford to. You know, like subscriptions to certain things. Yeah. Like my Disney Plus subscription came out the other day. I didn't even notice until I looked at my bank account today. Mm. But I ain't mad at that because yeah. I don't want to get rid of... If I wanted to get rid of Disney, I would have cancelled it consciously. Yeah. yeah. But it just re-upped on itself. Yeah. Now yeah. the issue will be is if they change the pricing plan and re-up. Exactly. That's my that's that's issue. Or if they take some content off there, but still keep
1: charging the same <laughs> but amount. But there you go. You know I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So, um,
0: so But that's... Yeah, but... That's, that's, and that's me being like, I can afford, that's a super convenience I can afford. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't need to be so hands-on and manage, micromanage that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You know, it's one of these ones as well, where in terms of
1: convenience, if it was a thing where they say, okay, we can renew your subscription every month, but you have to walk to our offices and knock on the door three times. (laughs) And, you know, a, a troll will come to the door and meet you and he will grant your wish. To renew your subscription. Solve these riddles three. <laughs> exactly. And it's just like, so yeah, so from that that aspect of like, all right, cool. In this age, you know, at the tip of your fingers, so to speak, you can you can make things turn up at your door. You can make uh, services, you know, streaming services, whatnot. Like, mm. they don't even take time to connect your shit. Like, you click that button You've now got this service and instantly it's on. Remember not too long ago when you sign up for something you and wait. you've got to wait a few days yeah. for someone on the other end to now take some action, I see your application mm-hmm. form,
0: put it in the system. I remember 2013, I moved into my flat mm. and I had to go to Virgin, yeah. the shops that they used to have in Nagal. Mm. I had to go there, purchase the box yeah. yeah, and then wait for somebody to phone me yeah. to tell me to schedule an appointment of when an engineer will come and fit it. That was a long-ass process. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's the same now. I think you could just... Yeah. They send the box to your yard within a day. Send the box turn. to your yard. So that to me is plug a super... on this day. That's a super convenience mm. that I don't... I obviously need to pay attention to because I'm the one physically having to plug it in, but yeah. that's a super convenience. I can Yeah. something else. Um. There was another one. Oh, another super convenience that I fully welcome, banking. Mm. That shit, but long the days where you have to trudge from your yard to your high street. Yeah. Which was normally where most of people's banks were. The closest one was the high street. Yeah. And carrying wads of cash from like the month yeah. or the week or whatever, depending on what it is you did or your 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 check. Mm. Is safer now because you lose that check or you lose that cash, yeah. You are broke again until Bro, the next month. The, the whole but check, now your yeah. workplace is insecure. You phone up your finance officer at your workplace, and say, oh, I've actually not been paid as much as that. Yeah. Oh, give me a couple of hours. I'll when I get round to it, I'll adjust it, and boom, it's in, and your, it's account, in your account for a minute. Yeah, somebody owes you squalor, yeah text you bro uh you got that money for that chinese that you think yeah yeah yeah. give me two seconds monzo Bank. while well, you're still on the phone it's exactly there. yeah oh, i'll and send me. it
1: to you now Has it come
0: through faster Choo-choo. payments Not yeah
1: two three days none payments. of that checks i remember the hassle with checks seven bro. day waiting before you could scan in a check it was like all right cool go deposit it in the bank there will be no acknowledgement that they've got it and then seven days or five to seven days later then you will see the balance show up if it clears if it bounces, you don't even get acknowledgement yeah, of that yeah, yeah. till
0: it's been 15 days now and it's not there. Yeah. Okay, it bounces. I remember when the first time I had to go and um, cash a check or put a check in my account, mm. I got all the way there and uh, the woman was like, no, you need your ID. Yeah. So I'm like 15 at this point. I'm like, I don't have ID. Mm. Yeah. Um, luckily, I had one of those checking accounts with the book. Oh, so really. she's like you can use the book but even she said next time you have to come with ID um, and I was like well I don't have ID she's like well you're going to have to come with your mum so yeah. now I've got inconvenience another person exactly. to do something that's yeah. for me so yeah. stuff like that like
1: banking boom Yeah. But one thing I noticed recently I was trying to deposit money into my
0: mother's account and oh, they wouldn't let me do that cash yes yeah you can't do that and no I was man. just like what so yes. they can do it mm-hmm. but they don't yeah. and they won't because it needs a trail yeah. So you deposit it into your account because Magic. if there's any kind of fraud or whatever, they can be like, "Well, you put this into your own account." They, so you tell. But yeah. if you if you put it into if you put cash into somebody else's account, mm. I've seen amounts. Mm. They have to do big investigations to be like, "Where's it come from?" Yeah, because they can't take it off you because it's like, I don't know where it came from, but it's mine. Yeah, exactly. Them ones. So, yeah. but they have to be because I did that a couple of years ago. I went to um, deposit some. Uh, um, I was given my. Um, I was sending my brother money. Yeah. And I just got paid from the gig the night before. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll just use this. I'll just go to the bank. Yeah. Deposit that. She was like, no, you have no. to. And I didn't bank with that bank. With his oh, bank. okay. Yeah. So she was like, yeah, you have to bank. You have to go to your bank. Mm. Put it in. Put it in your account and mm. then send it to his bank account here. And I said... I can't send stuff. Like, it's yeah. going to take a week and he needs it tomorrow. So she basically just said, all right, I'll do it this one time, but you shouldn't do it. So they can do it. Yeah. But I think on their end, they get questioned. Yeah. They and them. I think it's against policy as well for them. Now, yeah. this was like two, three years ago when I, when this happened. But oh, yeah, okay. I remember when I came in, I was just like, fuck, they are really clamping down. So, yeah. all of you cash launderers. yeah. Mm. But this is the
1: thing as well. Like, not only that, I mean, from money laundering i get it but also if you think about tax avoidance and uh cash in hand kind of scenarios where for goodness sake like i'm i'm putting money into i'm gifting uh a family member nephew or niece you yes. know some cash and i'm just putting it in as cash uh, you know a cheeky couple quid do you know what i mean yeah um it's a massive inconvenience because it's like, look, do you really think that my master plan is to launder this 40 pounds? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, come on, I am, and check the person on the account. I can prove that they're my nephew. I can prove that they're my niece. And I literally just wanna give them this cash, but they're not in the same geographic location as me. So you're telling me that I've gotta put it in my bank, do the whole paper trail thing. Yeah, okay, cool. I'll play your game. It's fine. But then if you think about it, the real fraudsters <laughs> are the, 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 the top-tier earners who are getting away with ridiculous, obscene mm-hmm. things. But they ain't too fussed about them. They're so, fussed about people coming with a younger £100 to pay so what this
0: tells me, right, is A, it can be done, right, but there must be a reason why such a simple transaction isn't allowed to happen. Yeah. Which means, to me, mm. history tells us that it means that people at the top are losing out on something that they think they're entitled to. Precisely. Because people have are doing this yeah. sideways move. Yeah. Yeah. So you centralize the process, you make it very, very strict and one yeah. way and omni, di- like one directional, bi-directional. Mm. It can only go to and from. Yeah. It can't come in no side door, it can't come in no back door. It's none of this cash into your bank account anymore. Yeah. It's we need to see A you drill. put it into yours so yeah. you can be accountable for this cash. Mm-hmm. And who you send it to, yeah. we now have a trail of where all that forty pound goes to, yeah. so that that yeah. however much money yeah. it is. But um, I remember yeah. one instance where the way I got quizzed,
1: and this was money to for a deposit for a flat. Mm-hmm. Now I sold a car for part of this deposit, but then the line of inquiry went down to well, the way the lady explained it was that like okay, whenever people pay in cash over a certain amount we have to ask these questions because it was around about the time when, uh, you know, terrorists, terrorism, terrorist Was the
0: limit 10K by any chance?
1: uh, That 10K was the amount for traveling. Uh, That was the limit for traveling. Um, She didn't explain to me what the limit was in this particular instance. She just said large amount. Right, okay. uh, And that was it. Hmm. So her justification was that like, we need to make sure and ascertain the source of these funds so that we know that these aren't, a, the proceeds of crime and B, funding terrorism. Take the money, man. That's not your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> keep the clocks turning, In man. terms of proceeds of crime, I had to say to her, like, look, if I was coming here and this money was the proceeds of crime, would I not be a bit better dressed? <laughs> would I not be dripping? Would I not be in, in better drip than this, my current state hey, look, of me, play that's right the now? Thing. You, that could have been a double bluff. Yeah, well, it could have been. And same time, funding <laughs> terrorism. Again, I ask you, if I was really funding terrorism, I think terrorists have higher requirements of funds. Do you know what I mean? These people are buying arms for millions of pounds from the US, but let's check Sims for a quick couple of bills. Do you know what I mean? that makes no sense. I just want to buy this Ford and go home. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, let's check Sims because we need new iPhones, so let's check Sims for this couple of bills. Meanwhile, we're buying uh, like... Flipping millions of tanks and fighter jets. Coney from is from out of America. Here buying
0: up big Exactly.
1: Arms. Joseph Coney is phoning Sims and being like, yo, um are <laughs> going for that. <laughs> what going for that iPhone 5S money. Like, <laughs> please join. Like, it's ridiculous. The so one iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> join. Like, or even a box of that. Like, one Dustin Cloud. Use iPhone. iPhone off e- Like, it just it makes <laughs> me so-, so. I was a bit pissed off at that because I was like, "I right, look. This is not a staggering amount Take of cash.
0: the whole of this situation into context, please understand. Yeah, please understand. <laughs> no, I was I'm about not to here go, for any of this. I was
1: about to go down the list and be like, I just want to buy the PlayStation. If I was, if if I was at risk of being considered someone who's either laundering money or funding terrorism. Let's go through some just, just just some basic things You and me are here We're both human here Lady Let me level with you You saw the vehicle I pulled <laughs> up I said, I, this, is, this is my rider card This is my oyster card this That you are seeing is, Do you know what I mean? There is, is my, my life, <laughs> and you are going to say that I'm on some upper echelon.
0: Do you see of the jiggery poker. Do pokery? you see the the Greg's breadcrumbs on my, shirt? Look at my shoes? Do you know what I mean like, what are these? These? <laughs> what are these? I don't, I don't know what I'm dealing
1: with here. Like, let's be real. Let's you see real. the Primark bag? It's, it was so frustrating, and I was just. It's like, not even from today. Yeah, I was. <laughs> you see the inside out Co-op bag. Like, <laughs> Man, so I was just like, all right, cool, like, yeah, cool. You, you've you <laughs> got certain criteria, but I guarantee you, there's a certain man walking in here with a suit with 45 bags in cash uh-huh. who ain't getting asked a damn question. Nope. And if they that. if they are, they've been told what to say yeah. to not incriminate themselves. Yeah. And there's certain people who they'll take it upon themselves to be like, I don't want to piss this person off because this is the kind of person where there'll be repercussions. And then there's the easy mark, the easy mm-hmm. target who for a lot less money. Oh yeah. Do you know what? Let's get these numbers up and let's show we're doing due diligence. And this person won't complain to nobody about the way they were treated because do you know what you I mean, here's where we will follow the, the rule book in its entirety because it's all good. But then in other cases, they're like, do you know what? So as not to cause offense, the very kind of British approach of like,
0: oh sorry, sir, I had people. no idea.
1: Yes, do you know who I, I am? Yeah, you pick and choose, and so hmm. Mr. Pinstripe Suit comes up in there. Um, no matter what other transactions you've done, and bear in mind, there's some people who are banking millions of pounds a day. They will see them every day. But Bloody that's H- no reason. HSBC was
0: passed. letting man bank the most money. Um, no questions asked. Yeah, HSBC were on our. Fucking wahala back day, Not even that long ago, to be honest. So, yeah, but um, yeah, madness. It's, it's wild. So if you want to loan Shout the money, the wear a system. suit. <laughs> yeah,
1: just just wear a, a suit. And, and um, some
0: brogues. Yeah. At Speakers. least. Speak posh. At least.
1: Yeah. I was going to cancel myself with that, but I will not say that. <laughs> I was, I was, a, a, I was I about to reflect on a past past instance which would have incriminated no, no, so, I was no, like no.
0: never that
1: never. for the police to kick never. down your front door but never. Yeah. what's the statute of limitations <laughs> 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 for six years on an
0: open case Oof. forever ah. forever oh. ever. forever ever. yeah I don't, I don't sidestep that one <sighs> alright so boom episode 20 tools um yeah that's a good that's a <laughs> I was about to say double digits <laughs> I was like oh no yeah no, man don't say that <laughs> Say that. I'm just waiting on the day where we can have people back, man. Yeah, I'm just waiting on a day where we can get the gang in here and chop it up. Maybe cook a little fry, fry a little some, mm-hmm. you know, cook a little some, barbecue a little some, some. The reasoning and seasoning for <laughs> real, the actual seasoning, reasoning,
1: actual seasoning, reasoning
0: and seasoning with extra herbs and spices. The all star, trust me, collection, all purpose, all seasoning, all purpose seasoning reasoning and seasoning episode but yeah um but stay tuned for that uh, also make sure you guys follow us on instagram and twitter at reasoning and seasoning um follow us on instagram and youtube as well subscribe to those get all the updates and that and yeah join in the conversation guys if uh, and girls obviously yeah get involved man like tweet us dm us let us know your thoughts on the pods let us know your thoughts on current affairs anything you'd like to hear us Reason and season it over, but yeah. I go by the name of Elling Tone, also known as Tone. And I go by the name of Sims. Also known as more, more than, than loud, but he don't smoke more than smoke. loud as <laughs> King Sims.
1: <laughs> AKA give me my money back.
0: Correct change, please. AKA awkward pause. <laughs> 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 All right. Catch you next week. What's going on, people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellen Tone. And me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.